Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Educating Josh, in which the three of us, Lucy Bella Earl, James O'Neill and I, Luke Cubforth, bring together three of the most divisive stories of the week. Our wonderful Josh Winslave will have 20 seconds to respond with his gut feeling on the story with absolutely no research, after which we will have an attempt at Educating Josh. Make sure you stick around to the end for the quick fire question round, which includes some of your questions from social media. Don't forget to follow us at Educating Josh on all socials, subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. Guys, first week back after two weeks away. How are you feeling? Fun. I'm feeling fun. <laughs> You're feeling fun. I'm feeling fun. <laughs> you weren't expecting me to ask you a question. It's been a little while. Anyway. I forgot how this works, actually. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we have to speak. <laughs> okay. So in our polls on Twitter, my story came first, which was, should we and can we separate an artist from their art? And the response we got was... 51% no, but there was a very divided response here because 51% said no, 38% said yes, and 11% said other. That's so we had that's quite we had a lot, lot of, of people comments. saying other, yeah. yeah. Yeah, which is I think it's the highest we've had so far. Floating Peer said that they think it has to come down to someone's personal decision on this because every situation is different. Lucy, how did your poll perform? My poll was fairly decisive. My question was, is economic progress as or more important than workers' rights? And 86% of people decided that no, it's not. That's pretty much what we said on the podcast as well. And Perry said to us on Twitter that we seem to prioritise economic gains over nearly everything. It's the reason we have unsafe working conditions, global warming, and are on the verge of mass animal extinction, and the planet is so overpopulated. So that's rather bleak. Nice bleak and positive. From, from Perry you there. That. <laughs> James, how did your poll perform? <laughs> Happy Thursday, guys. <laughs> so my question was, should topics involving LGBTQ plus sex and relationships be enforced into children's sex education now lucy you thought your question was decisive 90 percent of people voted yes for as, they should have Good. as they should i'm have so done. happy about yeah. that seven percent saying no and other was three percent azure however said on twitter i think lucy had a good point here that homophobic teachers may mess this up for the students and that maybe we should consider bringing in special sex ed teachers to schools to make sure it's unbiased what do you think about that i, I think if there's agree. a homophobic teacher they shouldn't be teaching so that point's kind <laughs> they of irrelevant be teaching sex education. <laughs> they shouldn't be there you're a teacher you're meant to not be biased okay well let's move on to our first story of the week and that is my story 
Okay, Josh, my story of the week comes from The Sun, and the headline is... You read The Sun? (laughs) I read it every newspaper to get a balanced view on the world, Josh. Amazing. My headline is, Millionaire YouTube star Alfie Days has been blasted for, quote, making poverty a game after a challenge to live off one pound a day and whinging he had to drink tap water. Cool. Here are the three things you need to know. The YouTuber came under fire for a recent video in which he tried to spend less than one pound on food and drink in 24 hours. In the video, Days said the challenge was difficult because he lives in an expensive area and that it would have been easier in a country like Thailand or something because apparently it's super cheap. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) Viewers have slammed Days for displaying ignorance about the reality of poverty in the UK and using the challenge to gain views. He has now apologised and said he didn't mean to mock anyone. My question for you, Josh, is should Alfie Days have posted this video? 20 seconds, Josh, go. Um, okay, well, I actually don't really care that he posted the video or (laughs) not. I'm kind of struggling to have an opinion on this because I don't know whether he's positioned well enough to have an opinion on this. It sounds like he completely failed. I think it is really hard to live off a pound in in London. I assume he lives in Brighton. Well, Brighton's just as expensive. So, yeah, I guess maybe he should have it highlights how difficult it is. The thing about this, I think, which is really people got, I mean, as James said to us, people went off their tits with anger at this. Quote. (laughs) That was a direct quote. And I think the reason is, like, so Alfie has since apologised for this video and he's taken it down. But there were moments in there. What's he apologised for? Well, he had five ad breaks in the video. Right, so he was but that's re- his job, that's his platform, that's fine. He's been sponsored okay, for it. Okay, but a video drawing attention to poverty and how hard some people have it, it sometimes seems a little bit hypocritical. I don't I don't see that as hypocritical he, the, the video was so? The video was premised no. as like living off one pound for an entire day. Yeah. But then when the video gets into it, he was still doing his like personal training sessions and he was going on shopping sprees. Right. So he's, he went in, into town and he um, bought a load of, cl- load of clothes and he drove he like, around oh, in his mini convertible because he said, doesn't quote, count. petrol doesn't count. Petrol doesn't it's count. just for food. Who, who challenged him to it was he, it like a nobody organization no, he, just, he just chose to so do it he's but, taken on a challenge video and just done it terribly well mm. yes the background of the challenge is that people generally use it to highlight how difficult living below the line is lo- mm. living below the poverty line I th- I've, and, I've seen it for a fiver yeah but the thing is i did want to pick up on something lucy said there at no point did he say that he was doing this for for charity or for poverty or even to highlight how difficult life is and how expensive life is he was just doing it as a fun little challenge I understand why people said like things were bad about this video because, for example, he went into a donut shop and got twelve free donuts because he's famous. Because they knew. So it is a little bit. I I mean, get over the fact that he's famous. If he's been challenged to live for a pound a day, he's got that status. He can walk in there and do that. It's part of the challenge. That sounds like the only part of the challenge that he's got right. By the way, (laughs) (laughs) he seems to have failed the rest of the day. Used petrol. He did. Personal trainer. He shopped at Waitrose in the discount section. Josh, I'll have you know. (laughs) 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 At least. Was the disc- Waitrose? Yeah, I know. Whose first thought on like, living for a pound is to go to Waitrose? He was like, guys, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to Waitrose because I can get a free coffee there. Well, this is, a, this is a story that James has been particularly vocal on on Twitter. And I live I with James. He, and I, I, I have. An I did watch the video with James and I said, I think it's sweet. I think he's trying so sweet. hard to. And, <laughs> sweet. He's trying to entertain his audience. He's, he's trying to be so innocent and lovely. And he's. He's honestly messed up and he's accepted he's messed up. But James... The, <laughs> the kicker, at the end of the video, he... Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't After get going to the through end. all that, 
<laughs> he donated 7p to charity oh, and he went no. on about that for about five he came home to zoella his girlfriend zoe and he was like zoe i donated 7p to charity how much does alfie days give to charity because i've heard it's quite a lot i don't know in all honesty i've heard that he does give quite a lot of chari- money to charity apparently so. he's now giving the revenue giving the revenue, revenue. Yeah, yeah the, the charity charity at the end of the day it's his job it's his platform it's not his platform it's a platform that he uses it's monetized like that's fine i, I don't think there's a problem with him monetizing it I can see how some people would maybe find it offensive, but I think it's really highlighted how impossible it is to live for a pound. And like, I don't think I could live for a pound a day. I mean, I'd be straight down to Tesco's, white and blue, noodles, 20p, I, four packs of them that keep me going all day. Like, I actually don't think it- You couldn't live healthily like that. I, no. I am defending Alfie here. Um, and I think he's done a silly thing, but not a, an awful thing. Yeah. But I don't think at any stage does it highlight how difficult it is to live on a pound because at one point he and Zoe, go on for about a minute and a half about how cheap everything is. Like, wow, it's so <laughs> easy to Wow, you got that. I just got, don't think the challenge is relevant in this country. And yeah. Like he said, but I wouldn't say super cheap or something like that. I don't think he's done anything wrong. I think he's just shot himself in the foot. I don't think it was an attack on poverty or... No. It just wasn't very intelligent. I don't, I don't think it was intentional at all. at all. I don't think it was intentional. I just don't think he thought it through properly. It's a challenge that was wow. trending on YouTube. It's it's that's yeah. gone around a few times. He's decided to take it on and he's done it really badly. The I way mean, it was framed versus the way yeah. it was executed. And was... laugh at how badly he's done it. Sure. Yeah, it's yeah. very like, entertaining. Don't condemn the guy. Like, I mean, I mean, get over the fact he's also a millionaire. Like, if you're a bit sour about that, then that's your problem, not his. What do you think about the fact that people have used this as an opportunity to basically tear him down? Because they do that a lot. Like, Alfie makes mistakes. He's one of the biggest YouTubers in the world, in the country. And people have made videos going, Alfie Days is really stupid, like tearing him down, ripping into him. And then, since he's apologized, they've said nothing. They've not come back and they've not gone, oh, it's good of Alfie to apologize. They've been completely silent. Silent I feel like there's this bullying culture between YouTubers and their audience sometimes online. Like, um, This is other YouTubers. Yeah, and just in general. Like, YouTubers give their audience a much less restrictive view into their lives on a daily basis. You know, it all came from vlogging, from just talking to a camera and just opening up, you know, videos in bedrooms do better because it's more personal. And I think that gives fans and the audience this fake entitlement. They feel like they're entitled to hold to every single detail, to hold them to account when they think they've done wrong. And I think that's wrong. Like at the end of the day, they are a personality and they can present themselves in a way that they want. He's done something here. I don't think he's messed up. It sounds like a funny video. I think I'd laugh at it. Like he's failing that badly. He's trying I, to live for a I pound and he's got a personal I trainer. Think, I think like, it's human ridiculous. nature. If I were to tell someone that I'm doing really well, they wouldn't be interested. But if I said, oh, a brand deal's gone down the drain, I'm doing really badly financially, they'd be super interested. Sorry to use super like Alfie Days. It's <laughs> it's contagious. Super interested. You said you wouldn't use it. And I know, then two minutes later, you're just, using this it. This is how influential he is. But just people aren't interested in hearing people do nice things and people doing well. They it, want to hate they're people. They're waiting to hate yeah. someone. They're waiting for something that they can go aha uh-huh, you messed up and this was a perfect opportunity I, I feel a bit sorry for him okay well you can let us know on twitter what you think in our polls time for the next story that story is lucy's story okay so my headline comes from the guardian tory mp christopher chope blocks progress of upskirting bill here are the three things that you need to know. Ooh, upskirting is what I call when you're doing like, you're painting your skirt. I was course. literally about to say, I was like, it sounds like something that you do to your house, sorry. Anyway, carry on Lucy. Be careful how you use that word. Yes. <laughs> skirting boards. Just skirting to clarify, boards. upskirting is taking a picture up someone's skirt. I definitely don't do that. Okay, well that's Unless good to I was know. allowed to. 
Well, that's, that's the thing. No, it's all about consent. Okay. Yeah. So I've been given consent. Three things Josh needs to know. Okay. Here are the three things that you need to know, Josh. The private member's bill followed a campaign by Gina Martin after police declined to prosecute a man she accused of taking upskirt photos of her at a festival last summer. Conservative MP Chope delayed the bill by shouting object during its second reading in Parliament, meaning it could not progress without a debate and vote, which could take weeks. Good. Sorry. <laughs> well, we know how this is going. Um, Chope insisted that he supported banning upskirting, but objected to the use of legislation being introduced without debate at their Commons second reading. He claims that the government is abusing parliamentary time for its own ends, and in a democracy, this is not acceptable. Hear, hear. The government cannot just bring in what it wants on the nod. Theresa May has expressed disappointment at the outcome and vowed that the government will take on the legislation, which could make upskirting punishable by up to two years in prison. Wow. My question for you is, should one man be able to block an entire bill? 20 yes, seconds, Josh. Absolutely. Go. He's not, he is kind of blocking it, but he wants it to go to, to, to Parliament. I completely agree with that. Regardless of the, the subject matter, you know, even if they all vote in unison, which I hope they do, because he's even stated he supports banning it, but he's just not happy with the way that they've done he it. He only said that after he'd blocked it. Well, well yes. Whenever I, he said it. That's, I'm glad he made yeah. his intentions clear, though. Uh, yeah. Yes, he really did need to make them clear from the start. He has been seriously misunderstood, and he feels like he's been scapegoated. Mm. The thing is, this this one seems like such a no-brainer, this bill, I think that's why everyone's up in arms about it yeah. because absolutely everyone agreed it with it. It doesn't matter. That's not how a democracy works. I agree like, there with is you. A, there is a process and it needs to go through that process and be done properly. Like people feel so passionately about things. It just happens that most of the population agree with, with this subject. I completely agree. If it was something more controversial, you know, what if someone tried to reintroduce the death penalty in the UK? Like, and some people could feel very, very strongly about that. And then based on how this was handled, they could go, oh, well, we can get, no, it just also, can't happen like what that. What if the media swayed everyone's opinion on something and something slipped through the net when actually it needed a real debate in parliament? That could happen. Hmm. Absolutely. See, I, I kind of don't necessarily agree because I think it kind of, he was basically objecting saying they should have a debate, yeah. which to me on some issues is a waste of time. Because there's no point using up parliamentary time, using up everyone's time, uh, debating it's, it's something. It's only a waste that, of time when you disagree. When you no, agree. No, 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 but that's my point. What if you disagree, if there's a general consensus amongst pretty much all of the MPs that a debate is not needed, then it shouldn't have a debate. And there was a, there was a consensus amongst all the MPs that they didn't need a debate. It was just this one guy. So he stopped a whole legislation, saving people quite a lot of hardship going through. Even but though he's he did, right, but, even though he did think it should a be very, for a very good cause, and it sounds like he wouldn't. It, it, what it's about, the whole upskirting bill, it, it doesn't seem like that has anything to do with why he's done it. He's, it. It sounds like he's done it to bring the government, the government to account and to make a point. I mean, he's even objected to some of his own bills. <laughs> well. Okay, well, at least he's consistent. <laughs> at least, well, consistent mean. and a legend. What a dude. <laughs> like, that, but it should be debated. That's controversial. It's the whole reason that... You know, I voted for Brexit. Okay, let's not get, let's let's, not get, let's let's not get into Brexit. <laughs> uh, what Lucy said about um, him objecting his own bills, at least he's consistent. But that's what the second reading yeah. is for. That's, that is basically, if anyone objects, it does have to be debated. So that, that is what that is. That's just the process that you're talking about. Everything should be debated. It's yeah. democracy. Everyone, we need to understand every point of view. All right. Well, Josh, one of the um, things people were saying about online about this, especially, was the, the the key point in Lucy's question is one man. This was a man stopping a piece of legislation that would help women, essentially, or majority women. Oh, rubbish! 
No, why is that a problem? And if he did object to it, then that's his opinion. He's entitled to it, and someone's voted him in. You know, like he's there for a reason. He's been voted in. Like, don't then go. You can't then take away that man's voice and that man's right to have a, a voice in, in in parliament. I guess the issue is that the government has limited time and limited resources. And so debating absolutely everything is going to be expensive. So I can see why some people would think if something is so obvious, why not just let it through? But if it didn't depend on just one person, if it was like a certain percentage of people that needed to say no. That, that could probably function better if it was a higher percentage of people that had to... To, to object to it, to then for it to be discussed, that could be, again, because we're debating, we've yeah. come to a better... I, I, guess it, I guess it is basically, it's a, it's a system that's in place to allow for the worst common denominator, to make mm. sure things don't slip through the net. So I kind of, yeah, I kind of get you and I kind of agree with you guys, actually. So Lucy, do you feel like you found some kind of middle ground on this, on this topic? Yeah, so to answer the question, no, I don't think one man should be able to block the bill. I understand why he did it, but I think it should be a larger percentage of people. I think it should be, it, it can't just be one person. It's not a single veto. Yeah, it needs to be a percentage of people that agree. and a. It's bound to be one person agreeing. that objects to everything. All right, well, you can let us know what you think on Twitter in our polls. It's time for the last story of the week. That's James's story. Josh, my story this week comes from Variety. And the headline is, Millie Bobby Brown leaves Twitter after becoming a homophobic meme. Oh, my days. Not, not Alfie days. <laughs> oh, my Alfie days. These are the three things you need to know. The 14-year-old actor's Twitter account was deactivated last week, presumed to be in response to recent viral memes depicting her as violently homophobic. No comment has yet been made by Brown or her family. The masterminds behind the memes take various photos of Brown and add homophobic slurs to the captions. The memes went viral seemingly overnight after they had already been circulating around the LGBTQ plus Twitter sphere for several months. Brown was previously very active on the social platform and is an open and public supporter of the LGBT organization GLAAD and their Together movement. My question to you, Josh, is should social media sites adapt their anti-bullying policies to create a more child-friendly environment? 20 seconds, Josh, go. No. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I love it when you do this, it's great. No, it's, it's, it's an open platform. I mean... It's one of those where it's like, it, it comes down to who polices it. It's really weird thinking that Millie Bobby Brown's 14 because she comes across so mature. Yeah. Like when so, she does yeah, interviews, yeah. she's so intelligent. Um, she's she's a brilliant actress. I don't know. I think that that is a very obvious case where she's, she's being bullied. Um, but she is a public figure and... I don't know. Memes are funny. <laughs> <laughs> Just out of interest, have you seen any of these memes? I've not seen any okay. of these memes. So I've got one on my phone right now, and it's a, it's a, I'll show you it, but you can't see it on the podcast. It's a selfie of oh, that's Millie a Bobby tame, Brown. That's a tame one. It's a, it's a selfie of Millie Bobby Brown, and they've put a little banner over it, like a Snapchat banner. It says, good morning to everyone except gay people. Where's this come from, though? Because it's such a weird way it's to bully someone. It's come from gay Twitter. So it's, well, a lot of these photos are just selfies that people have taken off her Snapchat right. and added captions saying, I'll, I'll bring up some examples of captions. So there's a selfie of Millie Bobby Brown holding a coffee and the caption says, just bought myself a piping hot coffee to throw on a faggot. She could have meant the vegetable. Um, she could have meant the... Is that a vegetable? Yeah, faggots are like Are they potatoes? vegetables? Maybe oh. she just wanted her potato to be covered in coffee. Yeah, <laughs> potentially. Right, let's go back to the question. I, I, I don't think social media sites should adapt to their environment. No, no, it's an open platform. I, I really struggle with this one. Like, it sucks that this has happened to her, but she's in the public eye and she needs to accept that. Do you think like, there should be some policy that stops, like, children in general and also public figures who are children from 
you know, having memes made about them like this. How would you police that? Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. How would exactly. you Exactly. Well, my, my, so point of view, my point of view is that these memes are absolutely hilarious. I think, <laughs> I think they're the funniest thing to happen yeah, to Twitter in a while. Like, I think that if that she is my honest opinion. it, I mean, the fact that she's 14, obviously, <laughs> but like I said, she's brilliantly intelligent. She comes across great in interviews. If she'd have embraced it, I think this would be a some very people don't understand outcome. Yeah, some people don't understand the joke. And the joke is that she's so pro. Ma- mature and so pro and like she wouldn't hurt a fly. That putting these violent captions on that's what makes being it like oh i'm just gonna run over a gay person <laughs> yeah because it's interesting I'd, I'd that you it. said i'd own it it's interesting josh that you said it was bullying because i i think it's actually it's it's a weird in a roundabout way it's in a, a round- compliment because yeah. Yeah, basically yeah, yeah. they're saying well it's because it until james so... explained it like that i didn't quite understand yeah. it but because... now understanding it it's not bullying and i do think she's probably reacted the wrong way like embrace it well, and the worry is... make a joke of it and become you know even bigger like you just embrace that culture people on the internet will take things the wrong way so if someone As doesn't know have. who she is and <laughs> we're sees not catering this, to those idiots think, though are we <laughs> yeah but they exist I, they I, did, they're at large i did see a tweet they earlier ignored. i did see a tweet last week that was like i didn't know who millie bobby brown was and i thought she was a homophobe for, like, for like, the past <laughs> week but i was like at the same oh, time that, then uh, you didn't know who she was didn't know who you she do. was millie, <laughs> that's free publicity like you know that's not a new person she just needs a pin tweet clarifying everything making a bit of a joke of it by the way i'm not homophobe but this is hilarious (laughs) i think what we should do is we should take some josh selfies and we should put on the opposite of whatever josh's opinion is i don't know what josh's basic opinion is but we should make educating josh memes please do this guys (laughs) oh no (laughs) yes oh no please go through at josh winslade on twitter or at josh winslade on instagram take all his pictures and put homophobic captions do it i'll embrace it so josh taking it back to the question because you've said you've said absolutely not no. that, that these are an open platform which is kind of consistent with what you've said in the past is that kids parents need to be policing that right yeah i mean uh, and if, so like if, if, if millie millie is as you said she's a 14 year old girl and she's having this stuff made about her but she's also a massive celebrity probably a millionaire in a massive tv show like is this wrong because i feel like it would be wrong if say it was a kid at school making these memes about some other kid at school well, that would be, they'd be told off and it would stop. But because it, is it somehow okay because it's Millie Bobby Brown and we're doing this stuff? She opens her life to the public and needs to accept that. Like, you know, and where, where she can restrict it, she's, in, she's got complete, a complete right to do that. But she needs to be aware that she's 
how many followers does she have on these platforms? Oh, millions, millions, millions. Yeah. Like, yeah. I oh. think it's, I think it's, I think it's hard in this specific case because of the following that she has. So obviously, being that much in the public eye, you do open yourself up to things like this. And I think it's been done as a joke, and you know that's that's a thing. But if in a kind of in a school environment, so if you take it back to like a fourteen-year-old that's at school. Maybe schools could have the power to to highlight something, go to Twitter and say, look, this is happening for this specific person. Can you detag them from this? Or can you, is there a way of controlling mm. that? Because that does become... Mm. Sure. So when it's some, a public, uh, public eye person, it's sort of a very different situation. But this does highlight a very big policy issue within social media yeah. that there is no... There's no playbook on how to deal with this stuff. No. And so it's just all been left there, right? And we do, we also have to say, we don't know that Millie has left Twitter for this exact reason. It's just a correlation that this has happened and then Millie the has, time, yeah. has left Twitter. Yeah, maybe there's... she's just leaving for a bit and she'll be back and she'll nobody... be like, huh, that was funny, guys. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, nobody's made an actual comment from her family yet or her. It would just be so hard to control though, because if she has, I don't know how many followers she has, but if she had 10 million and just 0.1% of people hated her and wanted to make these me- memes. I almost said memes. I even made a video about that. Podcast cancelled. Um, that would still be 10,000 people, or is it? Sure, sure. Yeah, it's English with Lucy. Not That's maths. why it's English with Lucy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> not math. But it's a lot of people that could make awful things about you. Yeah. You're asking whether they should adapt their anti-bullying policies to create a more child-friendly environment. Mm. No, that's an adult platform as yeah, far it's as I'm concerned. Yes. It's, it's an open platform. It's an adult platform. I don't think it should be catered to for children. If your child is getting bullied on that problem, take them off the platform. That's Again, it comes down to being the parent's, the parents. responsibility to remove your child from that environment. It's an open, toxic environment and can be dreadful. And I think as well, the last, the last point I kind of wanted to make was that I tweeted about this. I tweeted like unsure whether I should be finding these Millie Bobby Brown tweets hilarious. And I got a lot of people angry at me for that and saying it's homophobic. Where actually, I actually think this is specifically not homophobic because it kind of highlights how ridiculous homophobia is, right? In a, in a weird roundabout way, it kind of makes fun of homophobes, not makes yeah. fun of Millie Bobby Brown yeah, or yeah. gay people. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a joke what about... It's embodying like the worst... Stereotype of a homophobe and putting it in this precious girl. <laughs> oh, that's a lovely way of putting it. You should the, tell that to her family. It's just the, <laughs> it's just the biggest juxtaposition. What if? Funny. What if? What if it was? What? What if the joke was? You know, the the way they changed it was. Um, oh, I'm waking up to a coffee. I'm going to pour on all the straight people. <laughs> we, that's what. That's what you we do to pitch Josh. You put violently cis phobic memes. <laughs> <laughs> of Josh on them. Hell yes. <laughs> Let's or really anti-Brexit means. Oh. <laughs> just woke up Piping. to vote Remain. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to just step over this border. <laughs> Love my red passport. Oh, <laughs> I've never been able to do that. But okay. <laughs> okay, well, you can let us know what you think on Twitter at Educating Josh in our polls. It's time for the quick fire round. Josh, a man called Sanjoy Dutta, who captured an 18-foot python for a photo call, was then nearly strangled by it. I mean, yep. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds about right. So he deserves it. Yes, just a little bit. Josh, Twitter users have said that anybody on Love Island who says that their type is mixed race or bases their type on eye colour or skin colour should immediately be dumped from the island. No, you're allowed a type. All right, I'm cool. William Haig has said that the war on cannabis has failed and that we should legalize cannabis for recreational use. Yeah. All right. That's, that's an easy one. <laughs> Absolutely. The World Health Organization has classified gaming addiction or gaming disorder as an official medical problem. 
I can relate. <laughs> and Josh, this isn't a story this week, so you can't have an opinion on it unless your opinion is, oh, that's really cute and adorable. But Melissa Hope on Twitter has put out a public service announcement saying that if an unaccompanied service animal approaches you, it means they need help and you should follow because the person they serve is in danger. And I just thought it was really cute and I wanted to tell everyone. Oh, I wish yeah. I'd known that before. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> oh, Josh is oh, going dear. to hell. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Educating Josh. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Educating Josh, where there'll be polls and content from each of today's topics, and we'd love to hear your thoughts. We have something new for you this week. At 6 p.m. this Sunday on Instagram at Educating Josh, we're going to be trying a live stream with all of us, so we'll see you over there. We also want you to send in more questions for next week's Quick Fire Round. Please go subscribe, and most importantly, leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. This has been Educating Josh, a Studio 71 production. We'll see you next week for another episode of Educating Josh. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.